But don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying, let's do, let's just do a drama. Let's let's do some kind of drama. I could be a nurse. Sure, sure. I could yeah, be unless... like an untrained nurse, like a nurse. Like I don't have, I don't, I don't know medicines. I'm more like a nurse who just makes sandwiches. It's like a sandwich specialist nurse, except. I didn't go to nursing school or sandwich school. I just nurse. know I just know how to make sandwiches. I'm sorry. I'm nurse, sorry, doctor. Nurse, yes. Nurse Crawford. Yes. Crawford. Hmm. We've got to talk about. We've got to talk about Mr. Winter in room 32. All right. So, Mr. Winter, room 32, or was it yes. 33? We have several Mr. Winters. He's in both. That's the, the problem, the Carol. Fella. That's the problem, Carol. He's in both. What happened See, to Miss Crawford? It got so casual. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, you're a nurse, right? Kind of. I mean, <laughs> you I told you know. about the sandwiches, right? You don't, you, don't know, you don't know medicines? Well, I mean, I know like aspirins and Advil and stuff. I mean, sometimes I get a headache. I One time I took a medicine that was like a cough medicine, but it makes you poop. It's like a butt cough. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a laxative. Nurse Carol? Well, I mean, it was relaxing. <laughs> God, I mean, I feel but... like it, when you're in a rowboat and you let it all go, it's very relaxing. Did but... you let it go over the side of the boat? No, there's a hole in the bottom. It all dripped out. It was a really wet poop. But this is, <laughs> it's not a nice story, but maybe I'm not <laughs> such a nice girl. But how does a rowboat with the hole in it even stay afloat? Did I say robot? I meant robot. Oh, okay. Now it all makes sense. Yeah, it sank right to the fucking bottom. Carol. Yes. We have to help Mr. Winter. What do he we have has... to help him do? No, we have to help him. <laughs> is he like making a model airplane? Because I don't know how to do that. He's sick, Carol. He's sick. He needs our help. God, we got to get him to a hospital. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. We're already Listen, here. We're here. Okay, Ms. this is great. This is perfect for him. Mr. Winter suffers from a rare chronic disorder called Zumbert's disease. He believes that he is in both rooms at once when he's only in one. This sounds like such bullshit. I'm, I, I, I hate this kind of disease. And he, and he, I know, I know. It's really inconsiderate of him, but he hates corn grits. So... We have to make sure we Are don't... Are these related throw... symptoms? <laughs> it I, I'm seems, getting it to it. It almost seems like I'm, these I'm are just... unrelated problems. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying he shouldn't solve them both. I think he I'm... has to. <laughs> Carol! <laughs> Carol, let me, let me finish. Yes, all right, Radford. <laughs> I'm a doctor. Don't just call me by my first name. Sorry, Dr. Radford Winkle. Sure. <laughs> Listen, Carol. Yes, Doctor Mister. If if we if we, if we feed him, <laughs> you fucker! What are you talking about? I'm trying to help Mister Winter with his two rooms and his corn grits problem. I, 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 I'm I'm the one who's being serious right now. <laughs> <laughs> I 
so Carol. you want to feed him something? Carol, listen to me. He can't have corn grits. It exacerbates his psychological problem. Oh, somebody went to college. If we if we put the corn grits in the wrong room, if we put them in the room that he's in, he'll eat them. And it will absolutely it'll make this a total nightmare. So he doesn't like corn grits, but he's in both rooms. If you want to put the corn grits in one of the rooms anyway, like you, let's put the corn grits in the room where he thinks his butt is. And then, like, maybe if he breathes in hard enough, it'll be like he's eating it through his butt. Does that work? Yeah. Does that even happen? No. I told you I don't know medicines. No. Oh, my gosh. We're getting – the instruments say that we're getting a flat line on Mrs. Carver in room 703. We've got to get the specialists in there. We've got to defibrillate her and bring her back to life. Carol, come on. Follow me. I really don't doing that. I, I, Carol, I know time is... Carol, a, get yes, the defibrillators. Okay, 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 okay. Here we go. Here we go. Let's do it. Right Let's into do it. her jugular. I'm going to put this chemical right in her jugular. Whew. That's, that's intense. All right. Clear? From... In what... Like, in what sense? No, get clear of her of her body. So like a Scientology go, thing? Like, go clear? Like, no, no. I don't believe in that. It, Carol, you, she's dying. You have to get away from her body time. because you might get electrocuted. That's what I mean when I say clear. Oh. oh okay, she's okay. flat. And I don't want that. No, thank you, Carol. You really have shown that you're a true medical professional. You just you're responsible for this woman's death. Cuz you don't even know what I mean when I say clear. Well, I you know, I mean, I listen, I'm more of like an in the moment person. So like that happened like earlier. I'm not really thinking about that anymore. I'm kind of about the now. A woman know? is a woman is dead, Carol. Yeah, she's going to keep being dead. I mean, what am I going to do now? I, I feel, I feel like, I feel free. I feel hot. Come on, doctor. Let's, let's, let's just get it on right in front of her and make her feel alive again, even though she's dead, dead, dead. All right, so maybe it's like, um, uh, like if, maybe it's like a tip line or something. Maybe it's like a police tip line. Yeah. All right, so I'll, I'll give some kind of something. Um. Thank you for calling the police tip line. If you have information about a crime that has been committed or will be committed, please leave a message after the tone. All responses are optional and anonymous. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, there's no way I can get into the bathroom. I can't get in there. Thanks. I saw a criminal. I couldn't tell if he was really there because my eyes were closed and he was not really there. Please come get him and arrest everyone who I know. This is a recording that called you. Goodbye. Hi there. Um, my name is Reggie. I live in the neighborhood, and uh, there's I saw a, a tennis game, but it was not sanctioned by the city. Uh, every tennis game, you have to have your permit, your license, your ears. Everything has to be right. Uh, so I'm gonna come down to the station today. Uh, I have some uh, uh, some chili. Uh, 
I never eat chili from a bowl, only from a cup. It has chili and it has eyes. Okay, thanks. Bye bye. Yes, I saw, I saw a super statue downtown, and uh, it was a, it was not a standard statue that I, I'm, I was, I'm afraid of standard statues. This statue was much larger, and it, um, it, it kind of poked at you. It looked at you at first, and it threatened to poke at you. It didn't poke at me directly, but it was sort of like a threat. Like, it was like a perceived threat by me from, maybe it was a statue, maybe it was just a car. Can you help that car? Good night. Uh, yes, um, I wanted to, to call and talk about something that's happening in my community that's very upsetting to me. Uh, there's a sort of a, there's a dish that he's going around the neighborhood, and he's, he's very threatening. It's a dish, and everybody needs to be aware of this. Uh, everybody who is in this neighborhood needs to know what's going on. You have to be aware of your surroundings because there is suddenly a dish. You don't know what to do. Suddenly. So I, I really want uh, to, if someone could please call me back about this. I'm concerned about the community and there is no way that I can understand this. Thank you. Um, thank you for, uh, for setting up this phone number, first of all. That, that was very kind. Uh, <laughs> I have, uh, witnessed a murderer, a murderer, uh, stabbing me. I know he was a murderer because I am on the verge of death. Uh, by the time you listen back to this, uh, it will be a completed murder. Uh, if you could avenge my ghost, and... Uh, also, I smell gas, so, uh, if you could fix that, I, I guess it doesn't hurt me any, but it might be bad for other people to explode. Uh, thank you again for this phone number. I, I enjoy it. And good night. Oh, hi, um, this is Lucinda. I'm, I'm calling from the greater Horatio area, and... There's lots of cars that have been um, created for us to drive. And I don't know if this is legal. Uh, I've done a lot of research. And my research shows that every time you look into a winking star, there is a winker. There is a... <laughs> There is a criminal out there somewhere. So let's call and talk. Bye-bye. Um, yeah, maybe uh, you have a screwdriver, you say? You take, <laughs> you, you punch through a piece of wood with metal. You hold to another piece of wood. <laughs> Maybe you let me borrow. I give back whenever I am done. If you have this device or a monster creature to put in screw to wood, I will be happy. Thank you. Um, yeah. Hey guys, um, I want to talk to all you guys in the precinct 373. You guys are doing a great job. Um, there's a cobra uh, and a guy. Uh, they're working together in this neighborhood. And
and they have started to um, really make a lot of chaos in this neighborhood. I've lived in this neighborhood a long time, and I don't eat snowballs. <laughs> uh, and I really want to make sure this neighborhood doesn't go downhill. Uh, before people started using bricks to build things, uh, there was no, there was just nothing. <laughs> So, so I'm concerned about this neighborhood. Um, you can make a computer. You can help people uh, with their their problems. But give me a call back, thanks. Oh, there's a double Dracula in my vicinity. <laughs> I'm concerned that it will destroy the property value when I go to sell my home. If you could incinerate me before nightfall, I will not have to worry about anything ever again. But make sure it doesn't hurt, because I'm very sensitive to fire. <laughs> Good night, Charlie. <laughs> I mean, police department. Hi, guys. Um, My name is Julie. And I have been living inside of a screwball. And there's, I, I cannot float. I try to float. It never works. You know, I remember when I was a kid and I'd lie in the bath and I floated. So I think this is a police matter. <laughs> so um, I'm starting a community bridge. Uh, so call me. Seven five three bungalow. Thanks. Um. Yeah. This is uh. This is your 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 local swimming instructor. <laughs> the pool has disappeared. The pool's been stolen. The entire town has been stolen. <laughs> I am alone and naked, and in an empty space. It's not even a field or something. It's just empty. So, if you could bring me a, a, a comically uh, old-fashioned barrel with suspenders to wear, it'll really crack up the guys down at the gym. So, if that can work, and that seems like that's something that the cops do, right? So, you 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 give me a call back. On the nothing that's here, because there's no phone. Oh, how am I calling you? Good question. Goodbye. Love it. Donald. Donald. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. I want. I want to discuss something with you. Well, that's that's what your mouth is for. That's why the Lord put your that's mouth. That's not up. what you told me last Thursday. Well, that things I, things have changed. Things have changed. Let's stand. All right, now listen, Donald. Yes, sir. I decided that this morning on interactive socialization of life, <laughs> we are going to try to plumb the depths of the human soul. There are souls out there that are suffering. They're reaching out for the Lord. And you know, it's our job. We've got to reach back. We get paid very seriously to reach them with our, with our godly tentacles. <laughs> now, Donald, yes, I have a letter here from 
This is from Trudy Estambury in Canada, Canada. Trudy says this. She says, Dear Ben, I have been walking a lonely, lonely path. I want to understand what you are doing for your brethren. I want to know. I want to feel. I want to touch everybody in your uh, spectrum. You know what I'm saying, Donald? Wait, is is this you talking to me, or is this Trudy talking to us? This is I'm. Well, I took a break. Oh, I, asking, I see. I understand. I understand. I'm asking you just for a second, and then I'll go back to what she said. So you're, I, I'm. You're asking me if I understand your reading of her letter. I get you. I follow you. She wants to touch things. Sounds like she wants things, and Donald. she wants to touch God, and she wants to poke at Him with a <laughs> with a with her faith stick. Let me get back to the reading. I, I didn't. I, I had a hard time seeing when you left it. <laughs> it says here, dear Ben and Donald. Is it start over in the middle of the page? <laughs> <laughs> I think she had to go and do and get a, a beverage. And she lost a consciousness of some kind. She, yeah, she hit the door sill and. She had to restart it. Well, you know what? The Lord often tells us if something's going poorly, you just start over again in the middle, even if you're like sliding down a water slide and you don't feel good about where you started. Just well, what would start you do? again. You just start sliding again. Oh, you don't go back to the top. Well, what would be the point of that? No, no, you just keep going just, and then oh. you get into the pool at the bottom where all the kids pee. All right, Donald, let me get back to my letter. Sure, sure. It says, dear, and I'm rereading this. She didn't start three times. It says, dear Donald and Ben, the other weekend I put a soiled shirt down into a barnacle bit. Once it was there, I saw the demonic ways of my, my existence. I decided never again would I get into sight of a poop zone. I would stop it. I would stop myself every single time I wanted to do it, and I would give it up to the Lord. I'd get down on my knees, and I'd say, Lord, I am so interested in you. What do you think about that, Donald? Well, it sounds like Trudy has got herself a, a plan for Jesus. It sounds like, mm -hmm. it sounds like Trudy uh, found the, the demons and the devils in a place where she had normally found uh, sort of laundry comforts and, mm -hmm. uh, and detergents and uh, sort of uh, fabric softeners. But there's also the demons mm -hmm. in, that part, in that part of the house. Mm -hmm. It's the same part of the house. Let me get back to you. Uh, let me get to Scripture. This is Ephesians 12.1. The Lord came across the ocean pond. Amen. He looked over to the boat that he had been on, and he decided to get onto top of a board of some kind and float back to the shore. That's Ephesians, is it? It is. And... And a lot of time, a lot of pastors in Ephesians talk about these boards and how the Lord is just getting on these boards. And the Lord said to himself, Lord, I can't believe this. Called himself Lord. Lord, give me the strength because I am you. 
to live this life, not to give in and give up to the to all of the liars and to the people who've been inhabited by the demons. Let me get into town and let me explore these ways and different avenues and alleys and let me see your light coming from a distant place. What a scripture. Yeah. And now, so the Lord said to the Lord, he called himself by name, but he called Mm -hmm. himself Lord. Mm -hmm. And then the Lord answered, "Did, did the Lord that answered back call him Lord back? He called back Lord too. He said, Lord, I heard what you said, and I really am just excited about this. This, he said. That's a tough passage. We shall do in my name, or everybody will just really not be feeling good about it. You know, it's so important that people understand that the Lord mostly, when he said, do this in my name, he sometimes went by the name Jerry. That's what this show is all about. That's what the Brilliant Light of Truth broadcast is all about. It's about what is your truth with Jesus? Did you say that this is called the Really Light of Truth broadcast? No, it's the re- the Brilliant Light of Truth. Oh, the bri- I thought it was the Really Light of Truth broadcast. No, I thought it, that's, a, that's a lovely name for a show. And it, since that's not what this is, maybe someone else should, should put up a show called that. Oh, that's not, yeah, that is not our show. No. It's not really our business. No, it isn't. And what I want to talk about today on the show was uh, we want to talk about the it is when the evil king Hammerhead (laughs) is talking about talking to his people. He says, go all of ye to the house of the ham of the ham sandwiches and talk to each other and just don't even worry about things. Um, He used to he played Twister and people would make circles with their arms and then kind of squat and poop into a container. And it's kind of reminded me of that. It's very similar. I want to, I want to tell you about a witness experience I had this week. Oh, tell me Ben. Do you remember, uh, old Cheryl that used to, she used to be in the church when we, uh, used to, uh, have our services, uh, over at the, this sausage factory. Yeah. Yeah. The underground sausage factory where, yeah. where it was, it all, it, it just, it mostly smelled like a rainy beast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, Cheryl, I she called me that they said she said, Reverend Ben, I'm feeling powerful weak. She said, I really got myself all slimy and I really wanted to give in to the ways of the those demonic entities. And I think the Lord wanted me to get down and pray. And I said, That's exactly right. When you <coughs> when you look down at uh, Samuel seven thirty five you'll see that the Lord was, he came upon the sheep and he was lying among the sheep and they sort of made him fall down. Then he was kind of under them for a while and he said, hey, and the Lord saith, get me out of here. Get it. The Lord saith, get out of here, you sheep. And that is what I told Cheryl. I said, though the biscuit is deep and wide and more dense than you thought, the Lord shall come to thee and say to thee, enter my ingdom. Amen. And, and there's no, no, there's no K in it. It's ingdom. 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 Because, because you take the K out of it. Your godliness removes that K. That K 
if you can actually say the entire word with a K, you know that the devil is within you, has resided in you. And sometimes he hides underneath your friends. Sometimes he comes to you in the form of little Joe, who is a, a very small, regular Satan, but he's small. And so you think, oh, I can handle that guy. No, no, my friend. <laughs> that is the devil. You think you could take him? You could take little Joe. He's just you a little can. one. He's about as high as your shin. With the power of the devil inside of you, it don't matter how big you are, does it? Let's look at this letter right here. It says here, Reverend Ben and Don, I have been walking the path of underwater biscuits for a long, long time. Mm. I spoke to a man that he had no, his shoulders went right down into the ground, and it was he was like a swamp monster. He was working in that uh, in that city building as a swamp monster, and I said I demand to speak to the mayor, and he said you, oh 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 oh. That's that's how he spoke to me. That's a direct quote from the swamp monster. You're saying. <laughs> That's right, and he conducted him back there into that office, and back there, it was a, a, a helicopter inside the room, Ooh. an operational helicopter, and you know that that is the sign of the devil. You can't get a helicopter into a room. Why would you even want to? You, it doesn't help you at all. You, you, I mean, the whole point of a helicopter is to fly upwards or sideways. You put a helicopter in a room, it's mostly going to just sit there and be like a lawn ornament, except inside if you had a lawn in your office which is also a sign of the devil if you have an indoor lawn. <laughs> Donald, sometimes I feel like you're speaking a direct word of the Lord. Well, maybe sometimes I am. I, I, I feel like if, if, if you can water your own self with your soul water, if you can water yourself, you grow up and become like a giant Jesus Lord flower person and all kinds of all kinds of godly stuff will come flailing out of you you know just come flinging out of you like a like a giant storm of of jesus words except mm. it's made out of like giant jesus flower person petal waters thank you donald you're welcome ben now <clears throat> donald the moral of the story is not oh why is there a motorcycle in this room but it's why? Or a helicopter. Why are so many of these tiny people, they're so small, it's like a head and, and tiny arms, regular head, tiny arms, really fat legs, and a feet that are like, like real flat. <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm sorry, Ben. I, I lost the thread of your of your testimony. No, you're not listening. You know I, I, I swear to Jesus, I was listening. <laughs> I have no earthly idea who this person was. Is, are you talking about the guys with the regular head and sort of a hoagie body and like a stick arm and then sort of a hot dog bun-shaped oh. foot? No, this is different. Different fella? Yeah, different fella altogether. This is a fella that you see when you start to leave that office. You say, this is the presence of the of the devil. You start to leave, and that's the guy you see. And when you see that man, you better get around him 
The devil has lots of demons, and this is the demon of pump. <laughs> he, he knows who you are, and he knows exactly how to get to you. You got to get out of there. Now, we need to speak to this gentleman who wrote this letter. And I, I'm going <clears> to <throat> speak to you. I'm going to witness to you. I want you to shove yourself into a copper kettle. You're just your bottom half. Just smash yourself down into it and kind of wobble around and just kind of holler for a little while. And then what does he need to do, Donald? And then, once. Only then. Only then. Only once God has dripped all sorts of things on you. Do you shower off in the grace of Jesus, grits, and Harold Almighty? That is what you must do, Bill. Now, let's talk, Donald, about some uh, activities we have coming up uh, with the Church of the Going Around in Circles. First, we are going to have a uh, a church social. This is we're going to play some dominoes. We're going to play some bingo. We're going to have a raffle. Uh, let's see some prizes we have for a raffle. Is a finger nail. Um, there is um, that's, that's not first prize, everybody. Just understand <laughs> that's, that's really that's more of a door prize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> sure. Um, yeah. Otherwise, uh, we have a TV. Um, this is not really a TV. It's a bucket. Uh, but but you it, can watch shows in it if you want to. You you could spend hours. Yeah, you could, It's really you're going to be doing most of the work. <laughs> That's a fact of the matter. And um, let's see what else we have here. Uh, this is a firewood set. Uh, <laughs> it, it it won't last long, folks. But it's a full set. Let's see what else we're doing. There's a slaw. It's a it's a piece of of uh, plexiglass. And then someone's covered it with slaw and mashed another piece of plexiglass down on top of it. Mm. So there's a layer of slaw between two of these little plasticky things. So if you can seal it up, it's almost like it's you could frame it, and it would be a sort of a beautiful or a reminder of of older coleslaw. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it reminds me of an ant farm. Oh, is is that right? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, what else down here? Uh, this is a deck of cards that has a hole shot through the middle of it by Esther Charney. He oh. was an old West gambler, you know. Oh, sure, sure. And the uh, and 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 this was his his good luck uh, pack of cards he had in his breast pocket, and it saved him when he got shot in the chest. It saved him when it when it, the bullet hit this, except it did go through and it through his heart. Through. It did go through <laughs> through his body. And end his life, of course. Well, what was lucky about it then, Donald? Well, I mean, it, it hit right in the middle of the pack. I mean, it was just—it's perfect. <laughs> what are the chances? It was a perfect Directly shot. In the middle. Yeah. I mean, it was just a shame that he only missed knowing that by just a few seconds. I know he would have been so excited about that. That's no, a shame. All right. Also, we've got ready-made brownies. They're already made, but you put them back in the oven and act like you're just making them. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's sort of holy trickery for your friends. Here's another one. Uh, this is just a needle. It's a needle. That's a good one. What else is in there? Well, it's, what is this? Oh, this is a this is a a, a bag of mon- Monopoly. Uh, it's uh, it's after the box. It's everything that goes with Monopoly except for the box, the board, and the money. 
Uh, that's just the dice and the little uh, characters. There. Yeah, yeah, and then the, the the little avatars, and one of the little avatars is a naked man, and one of them is a naked woman, one of them is a naked mouse, one of them is a fully clothed dog man, and. <laughs> It's a, it's a. I don't remember those those avatars from from Monopoly. I remember a hat and a shoe and things of that nature. Well, those were stolen, and I've replaced a few of these with a few of my own. A few of my own, a few of my own design. All right. Well, I. All right. Let's. That's interesting. Um, let's see. What else have we got in here? This is a pine cone. It's a giant ball of pine cones. <laughs> Enormous. That is that is one of the larger larger balls of pine cones I've come across. This is biblical. This thing. Yeah. This. Uh, oh, we have here. We have a, an old peanut holder. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to the real newfangled ones that are coming out. Well, with. the new ones are all. They they're just an app on your phone that says it's holding a peanut. But in the old days, they made it out of wood or grass. Or yeah. folk seeds. <laughs> well, it's a great prize. Those peanut holders way back when, I remember my grandpa sitting inside of his chair. It was broken, and he would he would be sitting down inside of it, and he'd say, "Mama." Sometimes you couldn't hardly see him down in there. You just see an eyebrow sticking out over the ledge, and his hand would be held holding that peanut holder. Mm-hmm. And he'd say, Mama, get my pipes. And he would smoke two pipes at once oh. and, and hold that peanut all night long. Yeah, that's, uh, that, and that's, that's a guarantee, by the way, that this will hold a peanut for all night long, but mm-hmm. not more than that. It will fall out come morning. Around the morning hours. I mean, you can't have everything. No, no. Why, why would you want it? <laughs> now... We also want to bring your attention that there's some prizes here that are... Now, we've spoken of a lot of prizes, but these prizes here are oh. these. You've got to get down to our our social hour. I mean, these are really... They, this is the cream. Now, we understand that some people don't want something physical you can grab a hold of. We They want something they can go do. We contacted the people over there at Underwear Castle, <laughs> and they, they sent us this day trip. For a slide, the half only half the slide is there. Ooh. So it is, is it the top half, the bottom half, or is it just one side? One side all the way down. Just one cheek slide for the whole yeah. ride. That's and actually it, that's what's on the t-shirt when you get out. I survived. One cheek slide for the whole ride. For the whole ride. And boy, your friends will be impressed. And uh, it also, the other half of the day is you're going to be... T- Tied up with your elbows real tight into your torso. That's uh, really fun. Uh, um, uh, Jennifer and I went and did that. Oh, did uh, you go? Oh, oh I, I, yeah. I knew you were gonna go. No, mm-hmm. did how, how, how tight do they tie you? It's real tight, so your elbows are just kind of pushing down into your abdomen. Sure. And then they push you over. They they push you. Just knock you down. Uh, but the souvenir that you get is a bucket uh, that's got a lot of holes in it, and you don't know what was in the bucket because it fell out of the holes. It went right through, and you can't tell. I mean, there's there's no history to a bucket. You can't scroll back through or something like you can on your phone. 
Well, you wish, uh, you wish you knew because you think, what was in this bucket? It could have been something real good. And, you know, some people, uh, th- this next prize that we got here, some people, uh, they don't want something physical and they don't want something to do. So uh, w- this prize is it's just a kind of a weird feeling, <laughs> just kind of an odd feeling in your belly. That's mm-hmm. you, And if you win this prize, you will know you won it because you're going to you, feel strange all day. You sure will. And that is something we've been getting these for our uh, raffles for years. And uh, folks really do respond. Um, what else? Also, this is a fire that's gone out. Uh, we've got a so, pistol. So it's, wait, it's just nothing? <laughs> no, it, it, it's a fire that's gone out. Um, we also have um, a, a, bo- a box shaped a box shaped like a typewriter. Um, over here, um, this is our biggest prize we've got here. This is a car, and Oof. you can't the you can't tell if it's right side up or upside down. It's an odd shaped automobile, I'll tell you that. But it does not have the wheels, folks. No, no wheels, no axles. No. Uh, it does not have a seat or a door. It has a reservoir for you to put your nuts into. Um, yeah, and it it is filled to the top with mice. It is all the way full of mice. And uh, this can be yours. Remember, all this, uh, all these proceeds go to the gracious potato of Christ, our church. Uh, we are really interested in seeing you out there. Um, Miss uh, Martha Capaneo is going to be here. She's going to be playing her uh, foot uh, 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 accordions. <laughs> she has really been practicing, and uh, we can't wait to see y'all there. Um, as we move towards the end of our broadcast, we want to uh, go back to uh, the basic um, we want to go back to the, the basic theme of what we've been talking about in the broadcast today, which is finding the light of Christ. Right, Donald? We talk about this every week, and, and most of the people out there still don't get it. So we, we have to keep talking about it. <laughs> I feel like if people would listen really closely, even just one week, we would never have to do another show. Really, everybody out there just... Stop what you're doing. Stop being an idiot and really, really listen. Just see, stop being such a dumb shit for Jesus. <laughs> listen, the Lord is like a canoe cutting through the icy water. And there's a and there and the Lord see is in the canoe and he sees a dog on the shore and he keeps cutting through the ice to get to that dog. But then the dog falls through the the land. He falls right through into a hole. He sure does. And that's what we're talking about. The Lord is like a space shuttle that that kind of, after it gets up into like the mesosphere, it kind of comes, curves around and starts to come back. And everyone's like, what's going on? And then you it just comes back. That's what the Lord is like. <laughs> it really is. The, the, Lord, the, Lord, the Lord is like a vampire bat that comes right at you at night, and you think he's made, you know, you you remember they always told you, he's just flying out around to get the bugs that are flying around you. Not this vampire bat. He's going right for your face. 
<laughs> the Lord is like a, a really, really small jar of jelly. Tiny. And you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. You can make one sandwich with it. <laughs> and, and you really can't do anything with it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what the Lord is like. That's what the Lord is, Lord is like. The, the Lord is like, um, he's like two paddles in the water that that you that you you you're paddling and you're like what did i hit and the per, per other person says you hit my paddle <laughs> that's that's what it's like <laughs> that's what it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah the lord is like a like a bundle of smelly sticks that you wonder what you how you're going to sell them because it's all you got <laughs> but, but, but when you get to market all kinds of people want those smelly sticks. And people will pay you $100 for them, and you say, nah, I think I'm going to hang on to them. Then when you get home, you're like, oh, that was a mistake. <laughs> the Lord is just like that. The Lord is like a sandwich that's so high, you forget what it is. So in all of it, by the time you get up to where the provolone is, you're like, what was I doing? <laughs> the altitude makes you lightheaded by the time you get up to the pastrami. You don't even know what it is. And the Lord is like, you're making brownies and you look in the bag and it says, make it like this if you're living regular, make it like this if you're at altitude. And if you live underneath the ocean, you can't even use this. <laughs> If you're below sea level, don't make brownies at all because it's just going to be all watery and ruined. It is like that. <laughs> but, you know, folks, the Lord is like all these things, and he can be so much more to you. I'm Reverend Ben, and this is the Holy Intrusive Light of Enjoyment. And we will see you next week, same time. Actually, I think we're going to be uh, preempted next week, aren't we, Donald, by that underwater tournament? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's the, some people who want to beat each other with rackets. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's in a lake. It could be in a lake. But, folks, we will be coming back our regular time the following week. And in the meantime, I'll leave you with this scripture. This is from Barnacle 17.5. <laughs> the Lord... Walks with an iron head. He, <laughs> he wishes to all of you an understanding of the floor you walk on. That it is not a floor of, of fear. It is a floor of wood. It is a floor that never ends as long as your faith will lead you. Good night, Donald. Good night, Benjamin.